there! This is Miss Christine, and I am so happy that I get to hang out with you tonight. How was your day today? Think for a moment and tell me, what was your favorite thing that happened today? Oh my goodness, that is so fun! Did you have a moment today when you felt let down because something didn't happen that you wanted to? Oh man, I'm sorry. That is difficult. It's normal to get our hopes up about something and to feel disappointed or confused when things don't turn out the way that we want. Believe it or not, that is exactly what happened to the Israelites when Jesus arrived. Wait, hold on a hot second, Miss Christine. You're telling me that there was some Israelites that were disappointed when Jesus arrived? Yes, they were. Why? Because Jesus wasn't who they expected. And I will explain. Let's rewind all the way to the beginning of time. When Adam disobeyed God in the Garden of Eden, sin and death came rushing into the world and ruined God's perfect friendship with people. But God isn't surprised by anything because he knows everything that's going to happen in the future. He's omniscient, all-knowing. God knew Adam would disobey him before he even made Adam. So before Adam pulled the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, God the Father, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit already had their rescue plan in place ready to go. Jesus, our rescuer, would need to leave heaven, become a man, come to earth, and defeat sin and death that Adam let in. In the Old Testament, That's the first half of the Bible that tells the story of humanity before Jesus showed up. God tells the Israelites about the rescuer who would save them from sin. The code name that God gives him is the Messiah, the Savior. Listen to how the prophets in the Old Testament described the coming Messiah, God's rescuer. They called him ruler, king. They said he will crush the devil's head that he's crowned with glory and honor, and that he holds a royal scepter. What type of person do you visualize when you hear those descriptions? A tall and mighty king? A powerful ruler that crushes his enemies? A handsome hero riding a white stallion with a sword in his hand? (laughs) That's what I think, too. And that's what the Israelites thought. For thousands of years, God spoke through his prophets telling the Israelites about his hero that he was going to send. When the Israelites would turn their back on God and enemies would conquer them, they would pray for the Messiah, the conquering king, to come and save them. When evil armies would march to attack them, the Israelites would long for God's rescuer, the Messiah, to appear and save them. At night, parents would read to their children by candlelight verses from the Torah which is the first five books of the Bible, that described the Messiah. At the temple, the priest would read from God's word and teach about the Messiah, God's coming hero who would build an army, march into other countries, and defeat his enemies. Israel would become a superpower and rule the whole earth. It kind of sounds like a superhero movie, doesn't it? But this isn't the only way that God describes the rescuer. Not only would he be king over all kings, he would also be our servant. The servant king 
who would defeat his enemies, not with a giant sword like the Israelites wanted. He would defeat sin and death by suffering. Listen to how the prophet Isaiah describes Jesus. My servant, the rescuer, grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green plant, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him, and he looked the other way. He was despised, and we did not care. Yet it was our weakness that he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And he thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole. He was whipped so that we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong, and he never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he will be satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. Isaiah 53, 7-12. Did you hear that, church kids? Jesus rescued us with his love, not a sword or a spear. Jesus' enemies were not people from other countries like the Israelites thought. His enemies were sin, the devil, and death. They had it wrong. But for thousands of years, the Israelites expected the Messiah would come out of heaven, wearing armor, ready to wage war, just like Iron Man. That is why so many people didn't recognize Jesus for who he was. He didn't fit their expectations. They thought the Messiah would be tall, but Jesus was short. They thought the Messiah would be handsome, but Jesus was ordinary. They thought the Messiah would wear a gold crown and polished armor, but Jesus had dark curly hair and wore a simple robe. They expected the Messiah to be royalty and live in a palace But Jesus was born to a poor mom and lived in a poor town, in a small, poor family's house made of mud, bricks, and stone. Many Israelites were shocked when Jesus told them who he was, the Son of God, the Messiah. But that is exactly who he was, and he did everything God the Father promised that he would do. Jesus spoke kindly when others rejected him and made fun of him. He loved people instead of fighting them. When he let the Roman soldiers torture him and his holy blood poured out of his body, 
he defeated sickness and disease. When he willingly died on the cross, he defeated his old enemies, sin and the devil. And when he came back to life, he walked out of the tomb three days later. Jesus defeated death for us once and for all. Do you see who Jesus is, church kids? Jesus is our servant king. He conquered by suffering, not fighting. Instead of demanding others serve him, he laid down his life and he served us. This is just how incredible God is. Church kids, sometimes painful things happen to us and we'll feel disappointed when our expectations are not met. When this happens, it's easy to make the same mistake the Israelites did and let our disappointment cause us to wonder if Jesus is really as good as he says he is. Can I tell you, church kids, he is. He is better. Jesus is your Messiah who died for you. He is your conquering hero who suffered so that you could be forgiven and whole. He willingly gave up everything for you. And if he did that, do you think that he'll take care of you and walk with you as you go through disappointments and pain? You bet he will. And it gets better. When you trust him and ask him to help you when you feel disappointed, he will use those disappointments to transform you into the woman or the man that he created you to be. Jesus is so good. He's able to take pain and use it to transform us and to make us stronger. Let's talk with Jesus together tonight. Say this after me. Jesus, I want to see just how wonderful you are. I want you to show me how much you love me. I want to see you for who you really are. And when things don't go my way, remind me that you are just as good and you are using even the hard times to transform me into who I really am. I love you, Jesus. Amen. We see Jesus for who he really is. God the Messiah, our rescuer and best friend. Have a wonderful night's sleep, sweet dreams, and we can't wait to see you tomorrow. Good night.